Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler, and as always, I am here to share a bit of inspiration with you guys. If you are a fan of this podcast, make sure you tell a friend or leave a five-star review below. It truly does make a difference to my little podcast. This week, I am super excited to share with you my interview with Susanna Salu. She is the CEO and co-founder of Pluto, a pillow company focused on developing solutions to elevate your comfort and sleep space. She also shares about her journey on Shark Tank, as well as being an entrepreneur and some sleep tips to improve your sleep quality at night. I hope she inspires you as much as she's inspired me. So my name is Susanna Salu. I am the co-founder and CEO of a venture-backed startup called Pluto. We launched in mid-2018, and our mission is to create curated products and experiences that maximize your comfort and sleep. And how we've done that for the past couple of years is by creating the first and only custom sleep pillow. Um, so we are based in LA, as I mentioned, born and raised here. I went to school at USC, seems like ages ago. I graduated 2011 um, and I am, let's see, a huge, besides work, a huge foodie, a skincare nerd. I used to race cars a lot, but now work Ooh. kind of took over. Um, but yeah, and I'm excited to kind of dive in and share more. So what kind of, well, what led to either you having a passion to start a business or start a business in the world of sleep? <laughs> yeah, that's um, a couple reasons. I think since I was a kid, I'm an only child. My mom and dad were both crazy serial entrepreneurs and that I've seen them at least since I was a child create businesses that go from like fried chicken stores, sewing factories, like shower filters, skincare products, energy drinks, like the whole thing. And, you know, I've seen them go through lots of wins. Uh, and when the lows are low, it's it's pretty bad. And um, being the only child, I was really kind of thrown into that world of like just business, business, business. And like at the dinner table, it was all about like, you know, everything was really transparent, basically. And there were hard times. But I think because of their path and the way that, you know, I was able to be on this journey with them. I've always known that I would too have my own business one day. So I was really just set on working from an early age. I, when I went to USC, I uh, majored in business administration, concentrated in entrepreneurship, graduated within three years, like before I was 21 and just like wanted to work. ASAP. <laughs> like I started even um, my first company before I graduated. It was a bamboo toilet paper company. So that was like my first foray into business. And I actually didn't have the opportunity to then um, work anywhere else, which I wish I had. Um, but that kind of took me through the path of like, okay, there's the first company, sold it, took some time off, did a lot of car racing, and then going into sleep. And that's kind of, uh, for sleep, it's it really for me, not just because of 
sleeping better, it was because I wanted to decrease my track time on the racetrack. So it was having really bad neck pain, going through the motions of trying to find the right pillow, not being able to do so, and thinking there must have been, there must be a better way for the modern day consumer to find a product, get one that's right for them, that, you know, and it's a product that everyone needs. That's amazing. I definitely can relate to not only being a child of an entrepreneur, but having that sleep struggle and legit hating your pillow for a hot second during the middle of the night or loving it, you know? What do you use, Belle? I don't actually know. I This is a terrible question to be telling you. Um, it's probably 10 years old. Um, I should look at thinking to get a new one. <laughs> We're here for you. Um, <laughs> I will, we'll get that set up. But it was exactly the same. I had my previous pillow for the last 10 years. So it's felt like I was this pillow connoisseur, like I knew everything about pillows. It was because I never thought about how important this product could be to our comfort and our sleep, creating that great sanctuary for good, comfortable sleep. And so that was kind of one of the reasons why I started too, like, and getting very curious about working with sleep researchers and material, you know, researchers to see like what goes into making a great pillow for someone. Um, not like electronics wise or anything like no data tracking or that, but like what have been the materials that have, you know, been traditionally used? What's new? And why is the buying process still so archaic when we have all of these bed in a box brands at the time, 2017, 2018, where it was like every two to three weeks, there's like a new Casper, a new Tuft and Beetle, right? But pillows are such an accessory to them. Like it was just an afterthought, like, why a mattress get too free and who knows what. Um, so it's like everything is one size fits all. And we wanted to be able to tailor, again, this important product to the masses. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I've seen like my fiance, like I've seen him literally sleep like off a pillow and he's been like neck fully on the headboard. And I'm like, are you dead? Like, why? Um what is going on? Like, why are you not sleeping on the pillow? He's like, I just don't like it. I'm like, why do you have that? Why do you have it still? Like, it doesn't make sense. But I totally relate to it because you're just like, I'm not going to go buy another pillow. It's just a pillow that, but if you really do take in the importance of making it sleep and importance in your life, I definitely think that is so valuable. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, since then we've been on this journey of, I think the first 10,000 pillows me and my co-founder made before we even hired an individual, just because we were trying to learn as much as possible, again, like this industry, making sure we had product market fit and we can go into all of that. But um, but yeah, it, it's been fun so far and a lot has happened. You know, Shark Tank, the Today Show, we raised a great round from great investors. Um, we were in an accelerator called 500 Startups. So yeah, part of... <laughs> Just, okay, multiple questions from there. What is kind of, I guess, the process of creating your own product? Like you mentioned getting all, like, how do you sample all those? How did that work for you? Yeah, so in the beginning, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this, like I purchased as many pillows as possible. I was just like a nerd, like if I'm gonna like, get into it, I'm going to geek out about it. And of course, I had my favorites, even though, you know, for me, when I was trying to find the right pillow at the time, like trying to race and trying to get my neck pain better and things like that, um, I had to buy and return seven different pillows before finding the right one. 
and knew how to, there had to be a better way, right? And so when I did find my favorites, there was like each pillow has like a tag on there and you could kind of tell like what manufacturer it came from, what kind of materials that like that, that were used. Um, and we were like, you know, and we approached a lot of these suppliers and manufacturers like we would just visit in person and look at their factory, see what type of materials they have, tweak it if, we're, if possible, and really sell them on the vision of the process that we were trying to create, which is we want it to be the first and only custom sleep pillow crafted to your body sets, how you sleep and what you like. We have a proprietary data-driven process that we took from, you know, interviewing a couple people kind and then my co-founder is a lot more technical than me, but he created an algorithm that takes all these data points into account and really try and see if we could lower the pillow industry return rate, which at the time was like 13%. And I, I think that's not too high, but I was like, let's lower that by like less than 7%. And now we're at like less than 6% within like two years. Um, so that was the goal. Uh, and of course, like you have all of these, like, so you have a couple of suppliers, you're still like sourcing materials, seeing what's right. And then you try to sell them on your vision because you want them to work with you and be able to create materials just for you, you know, go through like all the trademarking and all the domain stuff and coming up with the name and, and yeah, and trying to be as scrappy as possible. And I learned a lot from my first company because that one, I was really young and I didn't know what I was doing too much because my parents, even though they were entrepreneurs, they were never in like the paper business, you know, like toilet paper, bamboo paper. Like that was my first company that I created, which is Cora, um, a bamboo toilet paper company that was the number one selling on Amazon within two years. So um, that was the first company. And it's just like, sometimes when you have, you know, that kind of inspiration, you go out there, you take a step in, you research a little bit, you go further and then one step kind of like paves the way for, for others and kind of shine the light on what the next steps are and seeing if it's like a, even something that you should be approaching and doing full time. Okay. I got to know as a Shark Tank lover, um, what was your experience on Shark Tank? Um, I always have this like vision of like me, like not that I have a product that I would ever sell on Shark Tank, but like me going on there and just like totally failing just but like in a hilarious way so what was your I'm sure they would love that because <laughs> that's what kind of it's it's a show right um and we are on uh season 12 episode 24 we aired May 2021 but we actually filmed in August 2020 so that was like nine to ten months before airing right. we filmed and it was at the height of COVID um so they put us in a bubble but even rewinding uh, before that, they actually approached us. I think they read about us in a magazine when we started the company in 2018. What? And at the time I said no, because I, okay, me and my co-founder were definitely not able to create pillows nationwide, like two people, like imagine yeah. that. Um, and then also, I guess I didn't know if we wanted to take the business in that direction. Like I didn't watch Shark Tank maybe as much as you. I wasn't super familiar with the show. Um, but afterwards, I met a lot of founders who have been on the show. And whether they had a great experience, like they got a deal, everything was good, or a bad experience, like someone calling them a name, they were kind of traumatized later on. They all said they would just do it again because it was just such a great experience, I guess, experience for their business overall and everything. And for us, 
experience was awesome because all the sharks were incredibly supportive, even though you don't see it on TV because it's an hour and a half of filming and they cut that down to eight to 10 minutes. So all the juiciest bits or like the interesting facial expressions you never knew you had, they would just put it on. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was filmed in, in Vegas and um, really cool. You know, like it, you go from being very excited to like trying to calm yourself down a little bit and being too calm and um, you're kind of wiped after filming. So I don't know. I could share more um, in terms of, you know, what went on, but I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. No, I will definitely leave it in the show notes for people to go watch. And I think think I'm really bad at like watching TV and like falling asleep. So like I may have watched Mm. it in my sleep. I'm really bad at it. It's a bad habit. I need to break, but I will definitely go watch that again and leave it in the show notes for people to check out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, last question, just to not take too much time. Um, what kind of advice do you have for, you know, entrepreneurs either starting in their mission or maybe someone who's kind of stuck in not knowing where to go from here? Yeah. I mean, get that down to a couple, right? And I have so much depending on like what stage you're at. Like, let's say you're, you're starting out. One thing I would really kind of reiterate, and I, I talk about this a lot, is don't over-perfect things too much. Like perfection is a thing that I struggle with. And that sometimes can be paralyzing where you feel like you've done so much work, but it's not it's not good enough. You don't want to put it out. I mean, just put it out because you're going to change it later on. It's more important to take that first step and then reiterate quickly. And a lot of people have said this before, but sometimes it's it's worth mentioning again because it's harder said than done. And a lot of times when you do start off and you do take that step, it would, again, it paves the way for the rest of the way. But the next steps, things are a lot more clearer. So you don't have to know everything. And I think, let's see, if you're stuck, and I could just say that I've been stuck many times during this journey. Um, every couple of months, I feel like you hit a little bit of a wall too, and it changes each time. But one thing I would say is that just kind of think about, you know, what are your, what is your North star thinking about why you started this in the first place, like what you're here to do and start taking baby steps again to, to get back on track. Whether, you know, and for me, that took the form of many different things. You know, sometimes throughout the day, I would be like, I would feel stuck. I would start writing, just writing out these things that I'm feeling, thinking about like, you know, even what is the evidence that backs up some of my thoughts that I've had, really talking through, you know, some of these things, changing sometimes my location. If I can't, if I feel stuck to work here, I would kind of move around. You know, there are a lot of things that you could do and you got to find what works for you. Perfect. Okay. And then share with me some, I'm sure you have some excellent sleep tips or some sleep comfort or bed tips. <laughs> you can share them. Bed tips. <laughs> Let's see. Yes. Um, so I would say, so this is kind of contrary. It sounds like what to what we're doing, but maybe don't over-focus 
on sleep. Like we sleep to live, but don't live to sleep. And that I think with all these brands also coming out, a lot of people have this like over ritualizing like their sleep. And sometimes that actually can cause anxiety. Um, and you got to really actually just um, trust your body more and develop a routine. Like even though I have what I think is like the best hello in the world, best hello process, you don't need all these products to get the great sleep. You know what I mean? Like um, it's it's more of like creating a comfortable sanctuary for you to feel your best to go to sleep. But all these trackers and things like that, if if you feel good and sometimes your watch is saying like you didn't get enough sleep last night, like that could, you know, get you into overdrive and give you anxiety. So I would say like, you know, a lot of times people are like, hey, like people who sleep eight hours, what is the best way that you can teach those great sleep tips in eight hours? And they're just like, I just close my eyes because the stage is set. Your body is already producing melatonin after the sunset you know, you're kind of good to go. Um, you don't require all these things to get good sleep. So that's why I hope I'm not like, oh, I don't have to, you know, buy this. <laughs> but um, if you do need, you know, a great pillow, again, a product that everyone needs, please check us out. Yeah. Give us a shout. What's your website? Let us know where we can find it. It's plutopillow.com. P-L-U-T-O pillow.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. It truly does make a difference. Make sure you share it with a friend or follow us on social media. If you have inspirational advice, go ahead and DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I am always looking for new stories.